3: Lost Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio.
2: Hey everyone, we just want to say please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate everybody who's been doing that. They make such a difference and we love reading them. We love you guys so much. Uh, You can do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leaving us five stars makes a big difference so that people want to listen to our show and so that we can get picked up for a second season. All right. Here comes the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to this little podcast. I'm Sienna Jekyll. And I'm Liana Holston. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, (laughs) the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the (laughs) AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time. The very slightly less racist 10th anniversary edition. (laughs) Ah! This podcast is a safe space, we thought, for people who don't know anything about movies. Today... (laughs) I can't believe. Today we're wa- <laughs> we're watching Intolerance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Number
2: 49 on the AFI list. <laughs> I mean. warning. There will be spoilers about this <laughs> Tolerant <laughs> film. The oldest film in the world. (laughs) Uh, Content warning. Oh, geez. I mean, it's just. This movie's from 1916, you guys. Uh huh. It was made by D.W. Griffith. So we will be talking about his other film, The Birth of a Nation, (laughs) and a lot of (laughs) racism. And this movie, pretty. Anti women? <laughs> Super, just like default anti women. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming from a default anti women platform. Eliana, mm. oh, I want to hear your prediction. Yeah. Actually, I kind of want to hear yours first. Can okay. we hear yours? Yeah. Here's my prediction. Okay. For Intolerance, 1916. Mm. 1916. Hey, Liana, it's Sienna. I'm about to watch Intolerance, a 1916 film. Based oh, the fact that I'm pretty sure they didn't have cameras in 1916, um, or any sound equipment. Well, they definitely didn't have sound equipment. Uh, <laughs> no idea what happened. I don't know. Maybe this will be like a 15-minute, like,
3: like little, like little skit. All okay. right, love you. Goodbye. <laughs>
2: You recorded that in the quality of the era. Oh wait, I just realized my AirPods definitely turned on. <laughs> so you were across. Where were you? No, my AirPods were in my pocket. <laughs> okay, that was on accident uh, and absolutely apt prediction yes. of this experience. <laughs> Listening to that is how watching the movie <laughs> felt. Off, right? What? What is it? Huh? This is also unclear. <laughs> Um, Liana, I wanna hear yours. Liana, <laughs> so sorry that mine sounded so bad. Here is my crystal clear <laughs> prediction. <laughs> of what I thought intolerance nineteen sixteen would be <laughs> Oh no
1: <gasps>
2: Hi, it's Liana. I'm about to watch Intolerance, which, as I accidentally learned from searching intolerance where to watch, is actually D.W. Griffith's intolerance.
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck.
2: Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so well. What, oh, Sienna, I'm so experience. sorry for you that this is um. Now your role. <laughs> oh no, this was easy to summarize. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yep. Okay, Sienna, could you please deliver us from evil and also give a summary of *Intolerance* 1916? Hmm. Intolerance. <laughs> intolerance is a film about the battle for love over intolerance, told in four stories over four different time periods. The time periods are one, modern day. <laughs> of the time aka 1916 specifically the ugly temperance women
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wreaking havoc on innocent men's lives <laughs> number 2 the babylonian empire <laughs> number 3 french <laughs> the era of french <laughs> And number four. Here, bring us home. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This is a silent movie. Uh, These stories are intercut throughout. They kind of go back and forth. There's a woman rocking a cradle in between uh, the different stories. It is a 1916 film, so that that film is grainy. (laughs) And boy, it's just... uh, It's an old experience. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Liana, there's a lot of history in this movie. One thing you got to say for D.W. Griffith's intolerance Mm -hmm. is that there's a lot of history here. Hello, and welcome to the historical context segment for Intolerance, 1916 by D.W. Griffith. The movie cost around $53 million to make in today's money. Whoa. And one third of that budget was spent on the Babylon segments. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Big walls. Big feasts. Big feasts. Big towers. Big beards. Intolerance 1916 was made in part as a response to critics of his 1915 film, Birth of a Nation. What? Ha <laughs> ha Griffith said the critics were the people being intolerant. Oh, my gosh. I feel insane. (laughs) So this movie was, don't be rude to me. Hey, stop being so intolerant about my incredibly racist film. (laughs) Tolerate me. Tolerate my racism. And now we must, despite our best efforts, to not talk about The Birth of a Nation, the 1915 D.W. Griffith film. At the time... It was the longest film ever made. (laughs) (laughs) How long was it? Like three hours. I didn't realize that. Very long. And has been called, quote, the most reprehensibly racist film in Hollywood history. Wow. Which is uh, really saying something. That is saying something. Because we got some racist nonsense just on this list alone. Some doozies. Oh, baby. The Birth of a Nation portrays black people, many of whom are played by white people in blackface, as unintelligent and as sexually aggressive toward white women. It portrays the KKK as heroic, preserving American values God. and maintaining white supremacy. I mean, the original title for this movie was The Klansman. Holy shit. Uh-huh. It is acknowledged that this movie was an inspiration for the rebirth of the KKK in America because it, the KKK, there was like a first round mm-hmm. of the KKK and then there was a second like founding and it was refounded just a few months after the birth of a nation was released. Oh New chapters during that refounding war regalia that was featured in the film and David Duke used the film to recruit Klansmen in the 1970s. It also was screened at the White House and for the entire U.S. Supreme Court when it was released, again, to give you a sense of what was the general vibe of America at the time. A lot of white people loved it. It also was protested against, people condemned the film, the NAACP decried it for all of its racism and negative portrayal, and also tried to get it banned because they were worried it was going to incite violence because Mm -hmm. of its really racist uh, stereotypes. And they were right. And, of course, nobody banned the film. So So that is The Birth of a Nation, (laughs) released one year before Intolerance, (laughs) both made by D.W. Griffith. Uh, Okay. And now some historical context about the eras that we see in (laughs) Intolerance. Oh, Oh, I had to learn so much, and I don't... Oh, (laughs) Oh, baby. It was... Going in chronological order. yes. is. The fall of Babylon. Hey. <laughs> Oddly, not nearly the most boring era, I thought. Oh, of... not at all. <laughs> Probably the most interesting. I felt like I was in a museum. The fall of Babylon occurred in 539 BCE. Babylon was the last major city in Western Asia not under control of the Persian Empire, and they were sort of surrounded by land that the Persian Empire owned The Battle of Opus is the battle that we see in the film where there's that first big fight in Babylon and then they kind of scare the troops away before the troops then come back and take over the city. Mm. So the Battle of Opus was the first one and that was in September slash October. Calendars were different and nobody's sure of 539 BCE. Cyrus II of Persia, the king of Persia, mm-hmm. his military routed the city of Opus, which was north of the capital city of Babylon, and all of that was located in what is now modern-day Iraq. Okay, The fall of Babylon was about a month after that, October-November of 539 BCE, and here there are differing accounts, because it's history, baby, but the Babylonian Chronicles and the Cyrus Cylinder both say that Babylon was taken without battle, however, Greek historians Herodotus and uh, Xenophon uh, say the city was besieged. And the biblical book of Daniel says that the king was killed after Belshazzar's feast, which we see the feast in the film, and Belshazzar is like the king. Mm -hmm. Um, Belshazzar's feast is mentioned by the Greeks and the book of Daniel, but historians are not so sure that it was happening. There's a lot of speculation around it. The movie Intolerance, 1916, has definitely taken some artistic license with the facts. And uh, (laughs) nobody really knows exactly the chronicle of the fall of Babylon. Uh. Next, chronologically, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. (laughs) Shoehorned into this film, if I've ever seen it. Oh, a white man with a middle part showed up in a robe and I said, is that... Jesus Christ of Nazareth, floating along reverently, (laughs) turning water into wine, taking a nap in a very holy way. Uh, You know, Jesus, that's that's him. And the particular focus that they show in the film is the story of the woman taken in adultery and the quote, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So a woman is going to get stoned to death. And then Jesus was like, well, hey, now, hey, I bet a lot of you boys have done sin. And if you haven't, you can stone her. <laughs> and they freak out. And they're like, oh, drop their stones and run away. Eventually, Jesus is crucified because the Romans were like, stop it. Stop and uh, every other fact I know about it, I know from Jesus Christ Superstar. Right. White Jesus. Why Jesus. Jesus in a robe. Okay. The St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre of 1572, or as Sienna described, the French era <laughs> of the film. <laughs> I hated this one. Oh wow! It sucked. Ooh. Okay, so this was the, the French monarchy was Catholic. Oh, that's why you hated it. No, <laughs> oh, it just AP Euro fla- flashbacks. Okay. Catholic Same apologist my- Siena. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-huh. You already said you hated it. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. can take it back. The Catholic French monarchy versus the Huguenots, which were like the Protestants of the day. Catherine de Medici, mother of King Charles the Ninth, who was the king at that point is thought to have ordered this attack. And she was very influential over her son, the king, because he was a very young, very young king. Days after the wedding of the king's sister, Margaret to Protestant Henry of Navarre is when this massacre occurred. So there were many of the most prominent Huguenots in Paris for the wedding. Mm. So there was sort of like, they were centralized for Uh. this attack, which is why they staged it when they did. It began in the night of the 23rd to the 24th of August, 1572, and actually lasted for several weeks. It spread through from Paris through to the countryside and to other urban centers in France. Estimates are very wide ranging, but it is estimated that between 5,000 and 30,000 people were killed during this weeks long massacre. And it is also considered to be a turning point in the French wars of religion. The Huguenot political movement was very wrecked by the loss of so many political leaders in the mm. slaughter. Some have called it, quote, the worst of the century's religious massacres. Wow! So it was like a very tumultuous time religion wise and war wise. But this one was notably bad a biggie, a biggie, if you will. And, and then finally, the modern story, you know. We, they hated the women. Ambitious <laughs> ladies are literally what the characters were called. It was the narrative of like, A, those like women of the temperance movement mm-hmm. bad, very bad. We hate them because they're women and they're oh, so ugly. <laughs> and then also the concept of like capitalists are bad and like workers' rights and strikes and right. the very powerful wealthy people are causing harm to the, the good innocent workers and, uh-huh. and ruining their lives because of it. And it all started because women <laughs> wanted to do temperance, <laughs> yeah. According to D.W. Griffith, yeah. I and mean, the temperance movement definitely had its problems, but he was—he basically said that they crucified, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> a, a, a one man who wasn't even the main <laughs> character until the end. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the end of the historical context for the very long, weird film. Intolerance 1916 (laughs) Thank you for that historical context For this historical, historical film Very historical Oh my gosh It's time for you to tolerate these ads (laughs) We'll be right back
4: Hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's b o d i.com and let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit.
3: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.
1: Happy International Women's Day.
2: Okay, Liana, um, shall we uh, move on to our phone notes? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Sienna. I felt so sad for you during this film. All reading. It was was a book. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my gosh. It was a wild ride. (laughs) It felt like a ride. Um, Oh. It felt... It felt like five hours of my life. I, I couldn't believe how long it was taking me to watch it. I it, stopped and I made a sandwich in the middle and then I came back and I was like, oh my god. It was like a paragraph from a history book. Yeah. That you had to just zip I through. was like, uh, Balhazar? Who, ba- Babylon? Babylon? What? Who what? is this? Ishtar, the goddess? Okay, yeah. who? What? Oh. You noted, Liana, you said ditto geese. Did you see this? I did see this. Did you? When we're talking about Dear One, the little... the Oh yeah, the girl, the, the woman. Or- yeah, so by the way... A lot of the characters in this—it's a silent film—so uh-huh. a lot of the characters are like they, they're just given like epithets. defining characteristics. Yeah. So, for example, the the 1916 main girl mm-hmm. is is called dear one, dear one, until later when she's called like the little wife. Oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> oh god damn it. Yep. After she becomes a wife. Yeah. Anyway, she's defined in relation to the men in her life. Oh. But then they're like, okay, she loves her life. She's a great life. Her dad works in the mill. <laughs> she lives on a little farm with four chickens, ditto geese. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. To say ditto geese instead ditto. of also four geese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what? what? Is that what that meant? <laughs> Are you sure? They cut immediately to a shot of four geese. Did you look it What up? did you think it would mean? I thought it was a type of goose. Oh my God. I was like, I wonder if that's for the term ditto comes from i wonder if these geese like always what do they think okay what do they think they always like squawk twice (laughs) if you hear two honks that's that's how you know it's a ditto 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 goose goose. (laughs) Because it's always like ditto (laughs) i'm so stupid oh you poor dumb woman no it just meant four geese the same number of geese as there were chickens (laughs) hence ditto geese oh my gosh wait i'm sorry uh-huh. You didn't even bold this, but it's so funny. What? If people from this era saw Anya Taylor Joy, they would absolutely shit their pants. <laughs> I was just trying to think of what somebody. Does that even mean? I was trying to think of somebody like astonishingly gorgeous uh-huh. in like today's terms. Like yeah. it's like she just like couldn't have existed. <laughs> like the the kind of way that we wear makeup now and the way that we dress women now. Yeah, is in a way that like at the time because like for example to be hot at the time like the little one she's like wrapping a ribbon around her legs trying to like do a little uh-huh do a, do a little, little dance <laughs> yep i'm just like if they were gonna see like a celebrity of the time wow You'd they'd like, shit their pants they would it's that same thing of like if you gave abraham lincoln a mcdonald's sprite he would die instantly <laughs> <laughs> exactly liana you've said a lot of white people for ancient jerusalem <laughs> This cast was a lot of white people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, it was entirely white people. But for the eras and the places (laughs) that they were setting things, we had ancient Jerusalem. We also had ancient Babylon. (laughs) (laughs) And you're trying to tell me that everybody there was a white person? (laughs) That is incorrect. It makes it more confusing as a watching experience, too, because you're like, I guess the only way they have to differentiate the errors is by, like, putting olives on Mountain Girl's head. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, very curly beard on man. Yeah. (laughs) Sienna, you've said, this woman hates being old. (laughs) Okay. I was obsessed with the whole temperance narrative in this whole thing. Was it temperance specifically? I must have missed that. Oh, they didn't say that, I guess, but they were talking about, I mean... The Temperance Movement, I believe, was the group that was like, no dancing, no alcohol. I think so. Yeah, so it was it was definitely that era. But just any movie at this time, it's like there are a lot of other reasons why a lot of people are put in jail who shouldn't be in jail. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like the only one you're concerned about is like the one the by women. the ugly women. And he hated them. <laughs> he hated them so much. They caused the most harm in the film. <laughs> There's literally a line this is how you know it's just like pure sexism <laughs> mm-hmm. on top of that just being a problem at the time yeah <laughs> do you remember the slide where he said I think wait I think I wrote it down should really? we try to say it at the same time yeah. again yep. uh, the thing of our show that never works <laughs> <laughs> okay let's try ready yeah three two one when, when women cease to attract men, men they, they often, often turn, turn to, to reform as a second choice <laughs> And then I wrote, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> it's like, "Oh well, so you, so you're ugly, and that's why you want, that's why you're doing this." <laughs> so you got involved in the movement because you are so very ugly. <laughs> it was so funny because when I look at you, I say, "Uh." And it kept coming. My, My day kept, is ruined. The way that, that you know he's like, well, "Yeah, uh, so that the wife got some alcohol, totally her right." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the ugly women come in and try to take it away, and take they away steal her, her baby, baby. The young hot woman's baby gets stolen by the old <laughs> ugly women because they can't get laid anymore. I was and like, whoa, the reason I originally wrote up the like the old thing is because the movie early on when it starts out, they're like trying to get money. Uh, they get money from some from rich a rich woman family, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this rich woman, she like it was like while watching people party, this rich woman realizes she is no longer young. <laughs> she's old and has no value. Yeah. <laughs> early in my notes, I think I wrote like. Oh, yes. The unparalleled horror of a woman aging. (laughs) Just terrifying. Oh, the horror. She like grabs her face and is like, (laughs) oh, God. She sees young women dancing and then she looks at herself and she's like, I'm worthless. I have no use anymore. She also, I think, has like gray hair. So she is supposed to have like, it's not like she just suddenly aged overnight. Like she has, she was comfortable until this moment. (laughs) Until D.W. Griffith stuck a camera in her face and was like, you deserve to die. You You old, ugly bat. You hag. (laughs) Hag. You dried up crone. (laughs) Also, like, all the women were the exact same body type. Yeah. Which was, like, the only way I can describe it, and we may have to cut this, because, again, this may be anti-women, is, like, the way that they drew that one rooster from the Fox version of Robin Hood. I think it's really or like a hen, like a like a mother hen or something. <laughs> I found a photo. I found a photo. Okay. We can put this on our Instagram. <laughs> so the one on the right, the fox, is the young hot one. Okay. and then the one on the left, it's the ambitious temperance woman. There are two types of women. <laughs> Young and hot. we old and like buxom. doubt <laughs> buxom hen. <laughs> I also forgot the friendless one. Friendless woman. Yes, that's right. Yeah, she was like arguably the most like modern day hot. Yeah. And she was like a friendless. I so. really didn't understand her trajectory character wise. She ended up being the one who actually like did the murder. <laughs> so... So he's saying, okay, so maybe there's three types of women. There's young and hot, old, buxom, <laughs> ugly. And then there's if you have no friends, but you are hot, you have to do murder. Yeah. So it's a bit, it's kind of a step up from the Hitchcock argument of if you are young and single, you have to kill yourself. <laughs> he has a few more options. The Griffith argument is if you are young and like single and friendless, you have to kill someone else. The Griffith woman trajectory uh-huh. is, has a bit more options for you. <laughs> A few more. Liana, <laughs> oh. well, let's talk about the marriage market. <laughs> you said, I forgot that marriage markets used to be literal. <laughs> There's a phrase nowadays. It's like, oh, are you back on the market? And I oh, forgot yes. that they used to like sell women. At <laughs> <laughs> <And> literal <laughs> so in ancient babylon mountain girl mountain girl who was like Olive a feisty head. she was an actually sort of memorable ish out of all the silent women characters mm-hmm. she was like really feisty and kept like kicking the men <laughs> i loved her so I much they know tried to like she kept eating onions and they were like stop we're trying to sell you <laughs> And she eventually First of all, by the way, she gets to the marriage market because she's being so loud and quote-unquote incorrigible that her brother takes her to the court. He's like, I hate my sister so much. She's she so, won't shut up. Please, can I sell her? I want to put her in jail. And they're like, you know what? Let's just take her to the marriage Why market. Jail. just sell her to a man. And so they try to sell her, but she's so annoying at the market that nobody will marry her. And yeah. then Belshazzar, the like prince king, comes through and she's like... She puts on a... None of these assholes are going to marry me. She gets a little bit like... Oh, yeah. She's sort of doing a little dance. I've been really sweet. I'm the best little rose. I'm a sweetie. I'm just a girl from the mountain. And he gives her like a rock. He says she doesn't have to get married. The stamp of feminism. (laughs) This woman has the right to choose. That's literally what it (laughs) was. To choose if she gets married or not. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like, it literally was just a little rock. You had to get... A stamp from the king. From the king to, to be make, like, all right. To make one choice about your life <laughs> as a woman at the time. And we've had a few steps up at this. But, at this, but we're about, close. We're really close to having to get a stamp from the king again. Think about how close we are in the era 2022. You're seconds away from needing to carry around a little rock at all times to say, I'm allowed to be here. It's okay that I'm doing this. The I king, have my little rock. The king said, I'm allowed to the make a choice. me a rock. <laughs> you gave me a rock personally I got this little rock I loved the women at the marriage market who were going up and like ooh ah like trying to get a husband uh huh like what would you do what would you do tag yourself. at the marriage market do you think you'd be more like the women who are doing the little dance or more like mountain girl eating onions and kicking men in a situation where they're like telling me I need to look good mm-hmm. I'd be really mad about yeah, that yeah 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 so you know I might be kicking people's hands and stuff like that <laughs> I don't know what about you what do you think um, well, yeah. What would be your like talent to display? You should do the splits. I w- yeah, I would forget love to that. until you were there. Yeah. I literally would not have do thought of split. that. I was like, I guess I would do an Irish dance, <laughs> <laughs> one of the least erotic dance forms. <laughs> <laughs> Very loud, <laughs> <laughs> extremely upright. Doesn't display any of my goods, if you know what I'm saying. It's so funny for. a <laughs> <laughs> for a, a courting like a co- ritual a courting ritual meeting ritual to be extremely loud <laughs> <laughs> I know that happens in nature but to get up there and be like <laughs> clap 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 I clop, also clop. like I have to put my shoes on like I'd need a moment I'd need to set up the CD player I think that actually is quite impressive <laughs> but I, I wonder what kind of like what guy out there in Babylon would that's, be like
3: yeah well, baby that's,
2: I mean, it's the exact same thing I'm currently facing as like a smart funny tall woman in yeah. Los Angeles so right. like the marriage market here is like ooh, I don't know what to do with that <laughs> it's impressive yeah I respect her kind of (laughs) kind of not in a way that I want to I never want to see her again (laughs) they all clap maybe that would be my strategy like I wouldn't want to get sold off to the wrong guy so I would perform a very impressive intimidating dance (laughs) and then show them my degree from Stanford University (laughs) be like I'm 5'9 which for this time is absolutely insane as a height a monster woman (laughs) The largest, palest, loudest woman at the marriage market. <laughs> the pale very in at the time. I guess. I wonder though. I mean, it was in in Europe, but was it in in Babylon? Like, were these, they prizing? I, I think they said at that time some sort of like her pale beauty, but maybe that was another one. Just, Just in it's all so hard these, to know. In all these old movies they are always like the woman was so white, <laughs> the whitest woman we'd ever seen. Everyone and we have to say everyone her. loved that. <laughs> everyone was shitting themselves. Um, I also loved. This might be the first time I have to. No, I'll stay in my seat. <laughs> I just really want to act out the little the walk that this uh, the little one. No, oh, her little the dear one's... The dear one. Slut walk. She looks out her window. She sees a slut. <laughs> <laughs> she sees the most famous slut of the, the era. She's like, oh my god, it's the famous slut. There are like <laughs> ten men following this woman because her walk <laughs> is so mesmerizing. It was kind of just like. It was like this. (laughs) Listener, Sienna is hunched. She's got one hand on her hip, the other out like she's a traffic guard. She's got a real sort of lack of expression on her face, and that's that was the walk. It was very like Fossey, like yeah, sort of. Maybe that's where Fossey got it from. Was intolerance, nineteen sixteen. He said, "Wait, now this would do well in a city called Chicago." But she looks out, she, she looks at the window and she goes I have got to try that <laughs> Cause her dad died and so she needed Like to do something else It is so funny when her dad died <laughs> She literally is hugging him and then the next scene is his funeral <laughs> <laughs> It's like nice storytelling there Alright Sick She ties a little ribbon around her Her calves Oh Her shins I didn't see that I was focused on so her waist she could, cause she like belted her dress in a way And I was like oh that's nice Oh good luck Well then she belted her legs <laughs> Because she was trying to make herself sort of like, you know, um, pastry, like a frosting bag? Yeah. She wanted to walk like that. (laughs) What was she trying to squeeze out? (laughs) All right, everyone, it's time for you to picture the image of a woman rocking a cradle, because we need to transition from this part of our episode into the next. We'll be right back.
4: Hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com, that's B-O-D-I.com, and let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit.
3: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.
2: i love so much i know this isn't necessarily how it went down but i loved so much when the man from 1916 the guy who very funny is named the boy the boy very us oh to call the main man that the boy oh the boy the boy (laughs) when he got back from jail finds out he had a baby (laughs) and then immediately finds out that baby's in an orphanage (laughs) because he's the baby's been whisked away by the temperance bitches the temperance b- <laughs> the crones the temperance crones i was so confused i was like did he not know any of that did she not write him a letter <laughs> he probably did but i like to imagine that was it was very wild all the weirdly enough there weren't enough title card slides for dialogue because there was so yeah, much like historical textbook paragraphs instead didn't do much of that yeah no. you're right my final note that i wrote i was so i laughed aloud at one of the final title cards in the movie, which oh. said "Intolerance, Burning and Slaying," and I said aloud in my apartment, "Slay!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, Intolerance. Yes, yes. yes. Slaying. slaying. <laughs> burning, Slaying. <laughs> Griffith said, "Love, not war." Whoa. That's literally how it ended. Yeah. He was like. It was such a confusing ending. Prisons? How about try A Field of Flowers? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that TikTok sound. Racism. Knock it off. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, Knock it off. How does that but I day? was like, my guy. Do you remember what film you released one year ago? Okay. Uh, uh, he was gaslighting uh, us researcher. the whole time. Researcher of the KKK? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I think that's why he also He was like Wow really sucks to be mean to somebody Try not bullying you guys Try not bullying me It was so insane Leona do you want to move on to badges and tradges I think you might be a little bit mad at me Why? <laughs> for how I did this Because <laughs> Here's what I wrote for badges and tradges <laughs> Badge for whomever did the costumes Trage for the rest of it I'm not mad at you I don't know <laughs> That's how you feel. Okay, this is fun because I have a ton of badges. (laughs) Great. Because this is one of those movies where, like, what else am I supposed to look for? (laughs) Okay, now it is time for Sienna's badges and badges. In which Sienna awards the film. Okay. A badge for uh, a goose. For ditto geese. And a trash for my chicken. (laughs) All right. I got a badge for LOL. (laughs) What the hell? Great. I got a badge for tall woman. Love it. She appeared before we found out that she was the bad guy. (laughs) Got a badge for mountain girl. Mm. That girl was crazy. (laughs) Crazy girl. (laughs) She was a crazy girl. She would be, she literally like bit a goat. I loved her. (laughs) I loved her so much. And we forgot to mention that there was a guy who was super into that. Oh yeah, he He loved it. He saw her like sniffing a goat. He's a rapsoed. He's like, oh. Badge for the geese and ducks. Uh, Oh, Badge for Jesus. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Jesus in a film. Just a little white Jesus vibing in the background, being like, Remember me? <laughs> a badge for man heels, we stand. Mm-hmm. This was in France. Oh, the yeah. guy wearing oh, yeah. cute little high heels. Uh-huh. Badge for a chocolate box for a fancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> the prince was just gobbling chocolate. Maybe would have vibed with the French court a little bit. There are some moments that I liked in it, I just could not keep up with. You'll see it in my tracks. Anyway. All caps badge for puppy basket fanny pack. Puppy basket fanny pack. A basket of puppies at your crotch. <laughs> it was so cute. They were so cute. Like two or three fluffy <laughs> little, little puppies balls. that were just like sitting in a guy's I want that. Pouch, like I a want kangaroo that. It was like a little hip basket. And he was just sort of like bragging to everybody. Uh, oh, it was really cute. Yeah, the French court had some fun stuff going on. Yeah. Ooh, a badge for mountain girls. Dad sandals very in vogue. Mm-hmm. B- badge for that sexy walk <laughs> that the that the slut did outside of her window. We'll give you all a little TikTok of Sienna performing that sexy walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> badge for a big old bonnet. Also in the French court. Ah, Huge bonnets. Great. You're gonna hate this. Badge for a cute baby. This baby was actually a cute one the baby the, the baby yeah mm-hmm. I'm not against saying I do not think all babies are cute mm-hmm. I just thought this was a cute chubby baby I was surprised how much it looked like a baby from now yeah I know <laughs> so well fed <laughs> oh badge for heads getting whacked clean off <laughs> very clean <laughs> in the the violence in this was extremely clean what was the scene again the, this was the battle at Babylon yeah <laughs> there were a couple of <laughs> there was like a lot of actually violence oh yeah clearly pre-code Pre anything, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. one of the things they would do is just (laughs) knock the guy's head off, like a Lego. Badge for Feast of Belshazzar. Whoa, Mm. because it was just like a large scale, awe-inspiring, big, breathtaking Mm. scene that makes you go. (gasps) Badge for playing with a goat. Mountain (laughs) girl plays with a goat. Uh Badge for. Badge for two dudes kiss, lol. I loved when the two guys kissed. They did, like a pretty good kiss. They loved each other. very I Baron think it Munch. was like a, supposed to be like a kiss of death sort of thing, but it yeah. was like Mwah, I love oh, you. It was gorgeous. It was the king and the, like the head of his military or something, and yeah, those two had a connection. They did. Oh yeah, that was a spicy. That was a spicier kiss <laughs> than in many of the films that we've seen of the heteros. It was. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Badge for abolitionist king. <laughs> <laughs> we find out at the very <laughs> end of this movie by this notoriously racist man. <laughs> So this guy He is, would not be abolitionist today. No. Also, yeah, all the people in the prison were white people. <laughs> the ones in his fake prison. That's right. But he literally, at the end, like, the moral of the story is plant flowers don't have prisons. And then it's an image of a prison that fades into a field of flowers. And I was like, what is this, Wally? He didn't talk about jail until, like, the very no one was gonna go to j- he. the one guy went to jail for like a year that was gonna get killed if he turned in this paper to his college he would be expelled <laughs> <laughs> you're expelled for this being so bad <laughs> those are all my badges <laughs> woohoo weehoo trages my trages trages for on-screen reading times a million mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the Only most reading. so far <laughs> it was both a silent film and like really was like a PowerPoint. D.W. Griffith's novel graphic. <laughs> Intolerance. Trage for LOL of the temperance movement. Like, I just can't really explain how much it was clear that, again, I'm not like a temperance apologist. Mm-hmm. I just, it's clear that it came 100% from hating women <laughs> <laughs> that he had any stance on this. <laughs> yeah. He was like, these old crones yeah. need to be uh, catapulted. Mm-hmm. Here's for... Uh, the This is the issue with my with The French the France era Of it all mm-hmm. Tredge for AP Euro uh, Once we got to the Hugo Knots and everything I was like I can't AP Euro was my worst class It's oh. when I realized that history was not my ish Despite the fact that my dad's really good at it I'm like oh uh, I'm my own person and I'm not good at that Yes And Oof. I was just tuning out It was too much That's rough Felt very AP Euro mm. Tredge for unnecessary boob I was shocked Boobs plural How could Many they- a boob in this film one of these was supposedly like an orgy scene and it's just like panning people dancing oh yeah But there were a few sets of boobs there and it's like you guys achieved so much weird stuff without showing anything that made any sense and yet you have to show some boob here Mm -hmm. uh and finally the trad for dw griffith absolutely i mean big (laughs) trash dang so anyway those are sienna's badges and (laughs) well done sienna thank you for tuning in well, Liana, shall we move on? Please. Uh, to Let's transcend uh, eras into <clears throat> our next segment. How to pretend you've seen the film Intolerance. <laughs> this is for you are at, uh, on the market. <laughs> <laughs> We're somewhere somebody would be really into history. Maybe you're like in an art museum. Yes. You're in front of a painting of the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre yes. in the Met. Yeah, and the boy, the boy, is coming up to you, uh-huh. and he points to the painting and he goes, "Wow,
0: <sighs> that woman on the
2: left is actually Catherine de Med- Medici. Medici." Medici, 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 de Medici. <laughs> And that is a portrayal of the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre, which is actually mm-hmm. portrayed in a quarter of the film Intolerance, which is one of the things I say on my Hinge bio that I won't stand for. <laughs> I won't stand for Intolerance. Have you seen the movie? And <laughs> and to stop the, the boy, boy from <laughs> massacring, massacring your day. Massacring your day. Uh, here are a few things you can say to pretend you've seen the film Intolerance Intolerance. (laughs) 1916 (laughs) yes yes my boy Um, I've seen Intolerance I loved um, the part where they had the title card that said the man of men you know I really thought oh absolutely the man of men the woman of women the goose of geese yes you know my man uh, (laughs) For the listeners, I just found this out. That, um, you know, every story of the time in that movie had its own distinctive color tint. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) Despite watching it and not noticing that. But I know that now. So you don't need to tell me anything about it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? My my guy, um, I actually do know about Intolerance 1916. And I know that when people watched it, when it first came out, it actually was a lot longer because of the frame rate that they were showing it at. So it could be up to three and a half hours in length. Much like how this conversation is feeling. (laughs) Yeah, dude, um, I've seen Intolerance. And I really enjoyed the way that the scenes are linked by shots of a figure representing eternal motherhood, rocking a cradle. Sometimes I feel like we're all... A cradle. Sometimes I feel like we're all eternally mothering. You guys. <laughs> it feels like you might be looking for an eternal mother. <laughs> am yeah! I, am I right about that? Yeah! Yes, um, um, um sir. <laughs> I have seen intolerance. I, if I had to summarize it in sort of modern terms, I would say it is the exact same vibe of that meme where the boy in the tank top has sunglasses and a hat and is going bro i'm straight up not having a good time (laughs) you look kind of like him (laughs) yes i've seen the the movie intolerance uh interesting to me that the moral of the story turns out to be well love not war uh And believe it or not, D.W. Griffith really just wanted people to stop bullying him, (laughs) despite all he's done to help ruin our country. (laughs) Slay! Slay! Burn and slay! (laughs) Uh, Well, Liana, shall we fade out? (laughs) Oh, pioneering. Someone was reading the, (laughs) the internet. What? He, like, pioneered the fade-out. What? Wait, why didn't we say that in that one? Because I thought you were saying it now. No. (laughs) He pioneered the fade-out? I guess. Wow. Let's fade-out. Wow. (laughs) Let's fade-out from a picture of this segment into a picture of flowers, which is... Should you watch this or? Oof. In which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie or, oh my god, if you should do something else with your time. If you have one, you can go first. Oh, well, I would say no. Oh, no really? need to watch them. Are you sure Are you surprised? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to watch Intolerance 1916. What you could watch instead is the film about the year right after it. Oh, 1917.
1: We're back, baby. baby. Hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got white boys. Yep. We got the one woman uh-huh. with no name. No we baby. got a baby. Yeah we got an animal that gets milked (laughs) true war yeah yeah it's really kind of the same (gasps) you gotta watch 1917 sienna what would you say great recommendation okay so this movie no you don't have to watch intolerance 1916 something you could watch instead if you like this whole breaking in between stories uh in between time periods you could watch the show yellow jackets uh which is have you seen it no it's uh, i read the wikipedia summary it is about a a team a, a soccer team of uh, a female soccer team <laughs> okay come on <laughs> Don't it's about a soccer team they crash or something and it's going in between them when they're older and then when they're younger so they intercut between those stories and it's the coming of age of young girls and them going on an adventure and a yes. lot of women work on it and that's yes. clear yeah and it's a heck of a lot better than this movie hey. let me tell you that mm. uh anyway try it try that out for <laughs> size baby Sienna, what would you rate the film Intolerance? (laughs) This is an interesting question because I had, at certain times, a fun time Mm. in that, LOL. Yeah. But it wasn't fun in the sense of, like, I desperately need to keep watching. Sometimes when I was watching it, it was just like, how am I ever going to get through? I couldn't believe how slowly time was moving. (laughs) It was crazy. But what would you rate it? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that because I have to give it a zero. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to give D.W. Griffith any points. Great. Oh, I mean, this could have just not existed. (laughs) zero um what i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give this film zero marriage markets Mm. out of five yeah you know what i'm gonna give that ditto geese (laughs) ditto as in zero yeah (laughs) ditto ditto geese oh wonderful same same opinion no need to give that guy any any flowers at all no no I can't believe we had to watch this. Movie. This was so insane. I felt bananas. <laughs> that was crazy. Wow. I felt like Jimmy Stewart in Vertigo. <laughs> Just so dizzy. Oh, whoa. whoa. Well, everybody, I hope that this is the only experience you ever have of this movie. Is Mm -hmm. our uh, podcast on it. I hope that you enjoyed this uh, episode. If you did, please go rate us five stars on the Apple Podcasts app or on Spotify. It really, really makes a difference. We love it. And uh, we need it for our marriage market prospects. We're also on uh, social media, at Toss Popcorn, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok. Um, And join us next week when we will be watching the lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring Ah! liana has uh, feelings about this and we'll see you next time (gasps) thank you we love you Bye. bye You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. It's the perfect way to get as close to, 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 to rights as possible. Yeah, as well, because the king would give me a rock possible. just to stop. <laughs> You'd be like, just stop doing that. And, and you just can and get out of here. Get a feminism rock.
4: <laughs> Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call.
1: I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro.
4: Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I
2: had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline. Ready to celebrate international women's day.
0: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Phillips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want.